You're listening to Success Talkers Radio, episode 79, with TV and radio host, speaker, and best selling author, Havilah Malone. Create anything you want. Like, if people could just realize how powerful they are, like, you are powerful, and anything that comes into that head of yours, you can create it. What's up, everybody? This is Dre Baldwin, a.k.a. Dre All Day. You are listening to my friend Iona Garrett on Success Stalkers Radio. Work on your game. Welcome to the Success Stalkers Show with Iona Garrett. People all over the globe are rewriting the rules to success. They are making money change in the world. Join Iona as she interviews today's top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and entertainers that will leave you inspired to take action and achieve success on purpose. So if you're ready, here's your host of the Success Stalker Show, Iona Garrett. Hey, hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Success Stalker Show. I am your host, Diana Garrett, and I am so, so honored, you guys, to introduce my featured guest today, the lovely, the beautiful, the talented Miss Havila Malone. So welcome to the show, Havila. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here today. You are more than welcome. I am super excited to have you here today. You know, Havala, we have a model here at Success Stalkers Radio. And it's it's we say, until you become successful, stalk those who already are. So can we stalk you today? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I love that motto. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm a, I'm like the, the biggest success stalker on the planet, I think. I'm always stalking somebody successful. Well, Havala Malone is one dynamic woman. She's the number one best-selling author of How to Become a Publicity Magnet, TV radio host, speaker, humanitarian, and consultant. She's also the host of two amazing shows called Rethink Uncut and Inside Havala's Corner. Havala has worked with the Travel Channel, AMC, as well as served as the national spokesperson for Hewlett Packard on QVC, Home Shopping Network, and Shop at Home TV. She also founded Everybody Loves Barbie, which is an annual pink carpet gala weekend that benefits nonprofit organizations. This dynamic speaker and youth advocate passionately encourages people to follow their dreams because she believes anything is possible. Her nurturing spirit, inspirational voice, and magnetizing personality are not only a unique representation of the city she calls home, but also the future of the country. Havila's greatest mission in life is to help unlock human potential by using her various media platforms to bring people proof of what's possible. So Havila, take a minute, fill in some of the gaps to that intro if you can, and tell us a little bit more about you personally because we want to get to know you today. Absolutely. Um, I am a New Orleans native, born and raised, you know, youngest of four. Um, very, you know, blessed to have my, you know, mother and father, you know, in my life. And, and my mother especially has been a huge supporter of like all the things that I have dreamed up or have pursued or done within my life. Mm-hmm. Um, success for me, I guess, started off 
pretty early, even though I didn't necessarily know what success was. <laughs> um, I, because I, I graduated from college when I was 19 years old, and it wasn't that I was some you know super intelligent person, I was just always a very determined and tenacious person. Mm-hmm. So I decided, hey, I wanted to get out into the real world, and you know, I had so many aspirations and dreams and things that I wanted to see fulfilled, and I was like, I need to you know be out there and get it done. So that's why I just got right. to school so quickly. Um, and my career started actually behind the scenes in the television world. So I, I started working for a local Fox station um, here in New Orleans um, as a production assistant and grew into um, doing like field producing and eventually ended up going on camera. And so I, you know, did some things in the, in the film industry for a while. I also, um, got an opportunity to and and found that I loved like hosting. I loved being able to like sit down people, have conversations and pull from them like jewels and nuggets of information that I could share with others. And um, I I, I had opportunity also to star in a a network reality television show off a style network. And like you said, work with Hewlett Packard as their spokesperson. And, you know, a lot of really amazing opportunities have come my way and, but there's also the the flip side of the coin because there's a lot of things or challenges and adversities that I did have to deal with, you know, coming up in my life. And I believe for for many, many, many years, I when people would see me, all they would see would be the, the success or the accomplishments, but didn't know that behind the smile, behind, you know, the, the charismatic personality was somebody who was really hurting inside, mm-hmm. someone who did not feel that I had self-worth did not feel that I was, you know, beautiful or talented or any of those things. Um, And that all stemmed from my uh, experience as being a victim of child molestation. And that is something that literally shaped a lot of the decisions and things that I had done within my life um, and even some poor decisions that I had had made. Um, Fortunately, I, you know, serve a God who is definitely looking over my shoulder at all times. Oh, yes. You know, and and obviously has a very big purpose for my life because I'm still here, you know, to this day. Uh, where I could easily be gone right now. Right. So I, I choose to live every day and every moment of my life to its fullest. And, it, and it's always about like growing and developing because you never necessarily reach your pinnacle because there's always another level to go to. Right. Always a, the next milestone to hit. Absolutely. Um, and so you mentioned that everybody loves Barbie. So I did. I formed a nonprofit organization it's called Living Beyond the Box. And our premier program is um, called Everybody Loves Barbie. And what we do is a self-empowerment movement to be able to help um, youth, especially, but also men and women to break the silence of molestation and abuse so that they can take their power back and, and start to live life on their own terms. And I love that. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's like the things you, first of all, you never know what somebody has gone through. Like you cannot judge a book by its cover. Yes, it's easy to try to make like snap decisions or judgments about somebody when you see them, but you don't know what's happening underneath the surface or what has shaped the person who they've become. That's so true. Yeah, absolutely. So it's so important that we you know, focus on ourselves and living the best life that we can and being an example 
for other people as opposed to judging other people or trying to change other people. We change them through changing ourselves. I love that. Wow. So powerful. I I love the organization that you started and, you know, I definitely want to even, you know, possibly get involved or just learn more about it so that I can be a part of what you're doing because it affects so many people. And uh, it's, it's amazing that it's like I listen to your story, Havila, and I'm thinking, wow, it's like I, 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 it sounds like I'm hearing somebody talk about my own life, you know, and uh, so it's truly a blessing. But we're going to dive even deeper into your journey in just a little bit. But before we do, do you have a, like a success quote, like a favorite quote that just really inspires you, Havila, and maybe to share with us how it's impacted your life? Mm, a success quote? Oh, my God. There's so many that I know, right? <laughs> One of them that, in matter of fact, I do have like the Mary Jane wall in my uh, bedroom. <laughs> do you? I love that. <laughs> so I have quotes like, as a matter of fact, I ended up removing the television from my bedroom and just have nothing but quotes on those walls of things that inspire me, that empower me, that I want to wake up to every day and condition my mindset. And one of the ones that I love is that um, where God gives vision, he also provides provision. That's a good one, girl. And sometimes we just have to really know that, that if we've been given like a dream, we've been given something that we want to accomplish. Even when I started this Everybody Loves Barbie movement, I didn't know what I was doing. And I was still in the midst of, because I was in silence about my, you know, experience for over 20 years. And so I'm coming to the point where I'm finally able to talk about this um, and now I want to be able to help others with it, but how am I supposed to help other people? Like, you know, I'm still dealing with my own right. stuff. So. <laughs> but, like, I know I, that feeling. <laughs> yeah, but it's like I've been given this vision, you know, of, of doing this or creating this movement for a reason. And if I've been given it and it's been given to me particularly, then what I need to make it happen is going to come together. And so having that belief system helps to when things are hard or you're trying to figure out what to do or you just feel like you're alone in your journey, it helps to get you back on track, get you recentered so that you move forward and don't get stuck and stagnant. Right, right. So that one I absolutely love. Um, the other one, actually, this one's from Tony Robbins, um, who is one of my mentors. And uh, I had the privilege of traveling around with him for about a year um, with getting like personal empowerment and, and learning his you know methods and techniques and, and things like that, which definitely helped in my journey big time. Wow, that's huge, Havala. That is so huge. Yeah, and he always says that life is not happening to you. Life is happening for you. Powerful. That simple shift of a not happening to you, but happening for you completely turns around. It lets you look at every situation in a whole new light, in a whole new perspective. Because, yes, say you lost a job. Say you, um, you know, a relationship fell apart. Um, say, you know, you are now down to your last dollar. Guess what? That situation is happening for you. Maybe there's a characteristic, there's a trait, there's something that you need to do that you have not been doing before. There's something that you need to unleash, uh, uh, 
you know, a quality that's within you that because you have not been put to the test, you had you never needed to unleash it. And so it's like knowing that, hey, those adversities, those defeats that come into our lives are to help us, not to hurt us. Right. That Just that mental shift. That is so powerful. Just that shift in thinking that you totally change your, your perspective and your actions will change. Then your reality will change. That's that's powerful. Yes. Yes. And it's like, hey, maybe you have a, a book inside of you, you know, and, and you've been mulling over this for some time. And it's kind of like, OK, like, why not today create a plan? First of all, make a decision. Yes. Make a decision. Yes. That, yes, I want this and I deserve this. And then make a plan to be able to bring that to fruition. Like when I wrote my book, um, The How to Become a Publicity Magnet, and matter of fact, we have a new book that's coming out in, in another couple weeks. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, which actually is a children's book to help. Um, it's 17 children's stories that align with Napoleon Hill's 17 principles of success. Oh, wow. So this is in line with them. Um, so we're working with the Napoleon Hill Foundation with that particular book. Um, but bringing those things to life, it takes you just taking one step at a time. You know, we look at, and I love, I, I absolutely, what you are doing, <laughs> I applaud you. I love it because proximity is power. And if you want to have a successful life, then yes, stalk people who are successful. Go after and watch what is making them different from everybody else. As a matter of fact, Napoleon Hill says that 98% of people in this world are drifting. They are That's literally true. drifting yes, through life. So there are 2% of people who have actually have a definite major purpose, who have decided this is what I want and I will have it no matter what I need to do to make it happen. Right. That, was from, that was from his book, right? Yes. Outwitting the Devil. Yes. Oh, powerful. Yes. From uh, yeah, I win the devil thinking grow rich, lost yes. success. Yes. You got it all. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh wow! Yes, you know, as a matter of fact, he did the same thing. He did exactly what you know what you're doing because he. I know, right? <laughs> over like 500 of the most successful people of his time, talking oh. about like um, Andrew Carnegie, Henry Ford, Thomas Edison, to be able to find out what makes you successful, like. How, what makes you different from everybody else? And then was able to whittle that down into the philosophy that's now available through Thinking Grow Rich and who's helped millions of people, <laughs> you know? And that is one of my goals, Havila, is, you know, I have two books right now that I would like to write, but also what, you know, what he did. And to be honest, I didn't do it because, you know, I had kind of forgot about what he did, you know, when he interviewed all those people. But Someone reminded me, just another guest uh, a few episodes back reminded me that, you know, you're doing what Napoleon Hill did. I was like, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I really am. You're right. So, yeah, I, and I'm, I take such great notes. I go back and I study the episodes and I just try to extract nuggets and I write them down. And I have all these notebooks of things that I've learned from different people that I've interviewed. And, and yeah, so definitely more to come, you know, from these interviews. Okay, so now, like this is a must <laughs> this is an absolute must because you have done the work you have gone you've extracted the jewels you've extracted the treasures now we need them you have to share them with us i have to and i am i am so i, I definitely got to get my book out there <laughs> now nah, i'm looking forward to this <laughs> And you're going to be in it. <laughs> oh. I 
love it. I love it. Well, have a, I just, I'm, you are such a joy. I can't say enough good things about you. I've just been like so excited about this interview today. You just have no idea, girl. Thank you. I really, Thank really, you. I admire you so much and I look up to you. I truly do. Thank you so much. You know, I just feel like at the end of the day, the truer we can be to ourselves, you know, once you start to let go of that need to please other people, to become what other people want you to become, and you just truly shed all of that skin, shed all of those layers down to who you truly are and what you truly want, then you get to bring your gifts to the world. And everybody has something that's unique and that's different. Like we don't need to be a cookie cutter or be like anybody else. And and the more unique you are, the better because that brings another color. It brings another note to the music of life. That's so true. That's so true. And in, in your book, you talk about that too, you know, in yes. the publicity magnet. I remember reading that. It's, yeah, that book is, let me tell you, you guys, if you're listening, this book that she wrote is just, it's a workbook, you know, and like I, I was sharing with you before we started the interview, I know that I'm going to read this book over and over again. And I've already started taking so many notes and this is going to be like my little manual for myself, you know, as I move forward in, in media and uh, I'm just, you're like my new mentor now. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Because you know what? I feel like this. Everybody has, you know, a message. Everybody, either you have a product, you have a service, you have a message, you have something to be able to add to the world, to give to the world. And one of the best ways to be able to communicate that message is through media. So whether that's through television, radio, print, I mean, now you have social media and online. So there's so many different platforms and ways, but for you to be able to truly bring your message to the fore, where it's going to be most beneficial for everyone, you got to get past your own barriers and hurdles first. And that's the biggest thing that holds people back first of all is like fear and it's fear of failure oh, yeah. some people's a fear of success you know? true, true it's always the yeah on the flip side true absolutely and so yeah. it's like for you to be able to move forward first of all you got to get perspective like what are the things and, and why are you holding back because life is short life is so precious and it is so, so yes, short it that you have to decide what it is that you want and say you know what I am worthy of that and I'm going to move forward in doing it. And this book is a wonderful guide and it puts up a mirror. It really does. It, it does. A mirror for you to look at yourself and say, okay, this is what I need to work on. And in the meantime, I can be perfecting my message so that when I do reach out to the television station, when I do reach out, you know, to that to that radio station, then I can move forward and most effectively deliver that message where it's going to resonate with my audience. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's so true. And, you know, when you were talking about, um, you know, just getting started and, you know, kicking fear in the butt, basically, because, you know, I remember when I started my show, you know, started this show and it was like I was terrified and I'm thinking, who's going to listen to me? Like, I don't have any experience, you know, but I had a dream. I had a message. I had a pat had passion just for people. I love business. I'm not sure if you know this, Havla, but I was I became an entrepreneur when I was 14. I was 14 and and that's an episode number one for those who want to go back and listen to the whole story but I'll give you the quick version um you know what happened is my mom you know she raised four kids on her own and we were you know it was tough and uh she was a teacher's teacher's uh, assistant so she didn't have a lot of money 
And um, I remember my sister coming home one day and she's uh, a year and a half older than me and she wanted to be on the flag team at school. But my mom couldn't afford her uniform. And she told, I remember her, they were in the kitchen talking and she was like, Nicole, you know, I would love for you to be, you know, on the flag team, but I just can't afford it. And I remember Havilah was sitting there like not far from, you know, where they were talking. And I wasn't saying anything. I was just listening. But something just awoke inside of me to say, I can, I need to do something. Like, what can I do to help my sister get her uniform? And, and I remember my mom, she always taught me to cook, always taught me to bake. Mm -hmm. So after my sister kind of like disappointedly, you know, walked into the bedroom and was, Mm -hmm. you know, and I could see the disappointment on my mom's face that she couldn't afford to do it. So I went to her and I said, mom, I said, you know, what can I do to help get, get Nicole's uniform? She's like, what are you talking about, girl? <laughs> and I was like, well, can I make some brownies or, you know, some Rice Krispie treats or something and take them to school and sell them? And she just kind of looked at me like, you serious? And I was like, can I? And she's like, okay, you can, but don't get in trouble. Mm. And uh, that was her only thing. And I, eventually I actually kind of did get in trouble, but it's <laughs> But the, here's the kicker. <laughs> the kicker is I made enough money to get her uniform. Plus I had some leftover and I was able to help my mom too. Oh, I see. I love that. And had that, I mean, this is a perfect example. Like had that adversity or that challenge not come up, then you would not have had to step up to meet that challenge and unleash what was already in you. Right. Like, and it's beautiful. And when I, I'm telling you, I remember like it was yesterday, Havala. I remember these kids were like, girl, they were like addicts. They want, <laughs> it was like, I could get, I could hardly get off the bus. It was like, and I carried this burgundy duffel bag, right? My gym bag. And of course, you know, you're not supposed to have this stuff at school, but I was sneaking it in school to sell it. And uh, <laughs> so, you know, I had it all like neatly tucked away in the bag. And so my gym bag, so I could barely get off the bus and these kids were like all over me trying to buy you know my brownies and rice krispie treats i'm like y'all gonna get me in trouble and so but i did this for i think it was about two maybe three months and um girl even some of the teachers started buying it from me that is too <laughs> i love like you entrepreneurship first and foremost matter of fact you making me remember in <laughs> high school i used to um well i would go to my mom bring us to sam's club or whatever we just buy mm-hmm. bulk like uh blow pop and like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, cookies and stuff like that. And we used to sell them as <laughs> <laughs> But look, I got into that too, girl. Look, so look, when I when when that was selling so good, I convinced my mom to let me get some stuff like that too. I got those little, the blow pops and now and laters and all this stuff, girl. <laughs> and I was selling all this stuff at school and my sister got her uniform and she still talks about that to this day. It's so funny. And, uh, and I remember some of the kids at school, they used to call me little duffel bag girl. And you know what? That is that is actually I wrote that down. That's going to be the title of my first book. Oh, I love it. Because it was the thing that like you said, it was what it it woke me up to say, "Wow, like I understood the the what is it um of demand and uh oh gosh. Supply and demand. <laughs> yeah, I that was my first yeah, about supply and demand. And so from that point on, I just had this entrepreneur spirit in me. So from a teenager, it started there and it just, it never left me. 
And I've done many things throughout my life, but yeah, didn't mean to get off on all that, but I just wanted to share that with you. That is so true that, you know, you just have to start, but, um, yes. So see, and you already got the title of your book and an our timeline for the release of the book. So <laughs> <laughs> we going to put this down and write the book. <laughs> And it's so funny you mentioned the new Mary Jane wall because I took my television out of my bedroom and I have my whiteboard up on the wall in front of my bed on the wall. I don't have the sticky notes, but I'm, I need to do those too. But yeah, I'm 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 there with you, girl. I'm so there. You got to think about it. Conditioning your mind is the most important thing that you can do because your mind is the one and only thing that you have complete control over. And so you can allow the programming from, you know, your childhood or from school or from, you know, whatever your surroundings have been to control your life or you can decide this is what I want and now I have to create a mentality I have to create a belief system I have to create attitudes around what I want so if I have an affirmation so a lot of people think that okay hey making money is hard well if you have that belief then guess what that that's going to become your reality making yes, money will. will be hard for you mm-hmm. like that the quote says if you think you can if you think you can't you're right you're right so you have to create a, a belief system and it starts through affirmations starts through mm-hmm. like creating a vision board matter of fact mm-hmm. my vision board was featured in um the huffington post you know last year the year before last but really yeah because i'm telling well i'm very i'm very proud of this vision board i am <laughs> girl i gotta see that it, it literally has i mean everything from like what i want in my love life to what i want in my career to the things that i just want to accomplish the experiences i want to have and matter of fact my book was even on that like i had created a little um a mock-up this is before i had even written the book or anything but i created a mock-up i and made like a a cover like a fake cover of the book and put like the new york times bestseller on yes, there indeed. you know <laughs> and i put that on my vision board because i love it it conditions your mind to then start bringing to you the resources, the people, the things that you need to bring that vision to life once you reprogram what you see, what you believe. And eventually the book came out and it became a number one bestseller. And it was like more than I could have ever dreamed of. So it's not like we just have to start, even if it's just starting by writing down, what is it that you want? in this particular area of your life and being specific, not like, I want to be successful. Okay. What does success mean to you? Cause what success means to you and what success means to me may be totally different. Totally different. You're right. That's so true. I love that. You know, I just said something about, I'm actually working on my vision board right now. I've been working on it for, yeah, I am. And I actually shared a couple of pictures on, on Facebook the other day about it. And I said at the end that you have to seize it before you can seize it. You know, and Mm -hmm. you have to visually see it in your mind before you actually obtain it. Yes, that's the way our, if you think of anything, because matter of fact, I I became certified as a master practitioner of NLP, which is a neuro-linguistic program. Yes, I want to do that. Oh, it must. I highly recommend it's a must. It It will change your life. If there's one thing that you could do that will shift your life the quickest... Of, of the tools that I know now, because they may be better tools out there that I don't know of yet. <laughs> NLP <laughs> is definitely one of them. And what, um, through doing that process, because uh, literally NLP is about helping you to change the pictures 
or change the narrative of the stories that we create within our lives. And so we live in pictures. If I say right now, when you think of a pencil, a picture comes to your mind. And mm -hmm. your picture may be different from my picture of a pencil. You know, when you think of success, a picture actually comes to your mind. If you think of fried chicken, a picture comes to your mind. Everything is associated to a picture. So when we can start to create the pictures of the life that we want and we start to see them, then it's easier to attain them. You have to see it because that's the way our minds work. Wow. That is so true. I interviewed, I'm um, not sure if you ever heard of Kaya Redford. He's a success coach and he's in uh, certified and he actually certifies people in his program. And uh, he's been on OWN Network for several, several times. And yeah, he, he told me, you have got to do this. And I'm like, okay, okay. But now you're the second person. So I'm like, yeah, okay, this is a confirmation. Yes. Matter of fact, NLP, why um, even Tony Robbins is successful as he is, that's what he uses is NLP. Um, uh, and aligned with some other techniques and methodologies as well. But a big part of what he uses is NLP because it really all NLP is, is the science of getting results. They just study people who were able to get extraordinary results and reverse engineer, like, how are you able to do it? Okay, right. this is the way that you see the world. This is the way that you think about things. This is the way that you um, pattern your language. Okay, so now we created a formula that now allows you to get those results every single time. It's amazing. That is so powerful. <laughs> I am so I am so excited about learning this now and getting certified, becoming a certified master in NLP. Yes. <laughs> wow. We'll talk more about that after. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, Havila, you know, here at the Success Doctor Show, our goal is to bring on amazing guests, you know, like yourself. But, you know, if you can, I want you to share with us, you know, maybe was there a time on your success path that you say hit, you know, or, or a bump in your in the road or let's say I don't some people don't like to say failure, but we'll say a, a challenge on on the road that just really, really just you know, made you just stop and say, okay, wait a minute, what's going on? Like, good Lord. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all have so many, but can you tell us about one time, you know, that you hit a huge bump in the road and how you experienced that failure and how you overcame it? Yes, certainly. Um, and, and it's so funny because uh, you're right. A lot of people shy away from that word about failure and they feel like, you know, failure is a, a bad thing. And I feel like failure is actually a good thing. Like failure is your friend mm -hmm. because failure gives you an opportunity to, rethink things and to grow from them. It's a, it's a tool to be able to help you. And uh, one, uh, I guess, of those <laughs> situations in my life, because um, I used to work in corporate America, I ran a $160 million business um, for one of the largest computer manufacturers in the world. And I had been in that corporate position for nearly a decade. And it was a great job, great company. Um, but I had reached like a level of stagnation. I had reached a level of like it, it was good, but this wasn't really my path or purpose, but I was comfortable. And everyone around me, family included, was like, you know, you can't leave no job like that. You know, yeah. <laughs> of <laughs> like, course, you got, you know, <laughs> like, what's wrong with you, girls? you got, you know, you get to work from home, you get to do whatever you want, like all this stuff. And it was like, yeah, it, there seems like a whole lot of pluses over here. But then there's this this calling inside of me that's not being answered. And that is killing me. Like it's right. really killing me. And so 
but I think I was too fearful to ever actually like leave that job because it was like outside of that comfort zone, I didn't know what was going to happen or what was going to come. On the other side. Exactly. And that's a lot of times the fear that keeps people from moving forward is the unknown. And so God had to take it away from me (laughs) because I wasn't going to leave. So literally our entire organization as um, the the economy started to shift and, and that particular business started to shift, um, our entire organization ended up being laid off. And it was one of the most devastating things that had ever happened in my life because where I I knew who I was in this position and in this role, outside of that, I didn't know who I was. Wow. And so it, it tied to my identity, it tied to my self-worth, you know, and it was like, if I don't have this, then who am I? Have anything. Who am I? Yeah. Wow. And and but it it gave me an opportunity to finally face myself mm-hmm. and say, Havila, what is it that you really want for your life? What is it that you that you want? Not what everybody else wants. What is it that you want? So I came to this fork in the road and I was given the opportunity either I can move forward because I could have taken on just a different position within the company or a similar position. Um or Let's go figure out who you are and what you really want. And so I ended up taking the journey. And for nearly two years, I delved into self-development, delved in. That's when I started working with Tony Robbins. Oh, wow. Okay. I started doing all of those things that started to build up and start to pull off all the layers of who I thought I had to be so I could find out who I really was fascinating so it was a failure that was the absolute best thing that ever happened happened. in my life and let me say it wasn't easy because there was times where i was like okay how does bill gonna get paid Mm -hmm. or you know (laughs) like what are people gonna think about me you know like all of that you know became a struggle you know along that journey but it helped me to grow and to become more resilient and to start to lose that need for the approval of other people oh yeah (laughs) You know, listening to you, Havala, it's just so amazing. It's so amazing how God connects people because I didn't share this with you, but, you know, I myself, I, you know, I was working for Bell South and uh, one of the top 10 sales, you know, people at Bell South and same thing happened to me. I was making great money and, um, but I had this dream of doing other things and, you know, of course, family members like, don't ever leave that job. Don't do this. Don't do that. <laughs> but it was like, but God allowed me to be let go from the job and it was the hardest thing for me to accept at first i'm thinking oh my god like how am i gonna pay my mortgage how am i gonna do this oh my god you know and but it was the most it was the best thing that has ever happened to me it was the very last job i've had it was over 10 years ago and i've worked for myself ever since and it's just amazing how sometimes we hold on to things thinking that it's it's our comfort like you said our comfort zone and um, and it was mine for a long time because I I knew I had a paycheck coming in. I knew I could pay my right. bills. I, <laughs> I can go get my hair did if I need to, you know. And, and I, I feel like it's like God said, you know what? I have given you too many gifts, too many skills. I have a plan for you. I have a purpose for you, and it's not being fulfilled right now. So you know what? Let me go ahead and help you out. And right. Move this on out of your way so that you can move down your journey. You need to get uncomfortable for yes, a exactly. You need to get real uncomfortable for a minute. <laughs> But I was like, but 
I wouldn't have written the book. I wouldn't have started my nonprofit organization. I wouldn't have become a motivational speaker. I wouldn't have done and touched the lives of the people that I have and finally found my own voice and was able to break my silence about the molestation and abuse. And I mean, so many things like I am a completely different person today than I was then trying to be somebody else who I wasn't. But it was a part of the journey. There were skills, there was things, there was connections that I needed to, you know, have and, and experience during that section of my journey that would aid me in today and in the things that are to come. So everything is working for you. Mm-hmm. It's not happening to you. Ah, that is so powerful. I'm going to put that on my board <laughs> when we finish. I love it. That's so true. Wow. This is just, this is amazing. Thank you so much, Havila, for just, you know, just giving so much, you know, value to our listeners and, you know, today, because I know they're just getting some amazing takeaways from you today. I know I am. Definitely. Well, let's go forward real quick. If you can tell me about a day that say changed in your life that, you know, you're back on the smooth road to success. What was your aha moment? You know, we all have, we have plenty of them as entrepreneurs, but what was that one aha moment that changed your life specifically, you know, and tell us some, some steps maybe that you took to turn it into success that you're having. Absolutely. I think one of my biggest aha moments was that I'm good enough just the way that I am. Mm. I always had this um, like perfectionist mentality, like everything had to be like just so. And I would hold back even on like, you know, moving forward with projects or um, trying things because I was like, it wasn't perfect enough and people were not going to receive this Mm -hmm. or they're not going to think well of it unless it's like just this way. And even even in the way that I used to like um like host shows and things like that it was like my speech pattern my you know getting every word right like that was like my aim my goal <laughs> perfect and yes it worked in some arenas but to what I found that really helps and resonates with people that really touches people's heart is you just being yourself flaws and all and when I realized that my some of my flaws were actually some of my greatest assets is when things seriously shifted for me because I get to be comfortable in my own skin and not be worried about being perfect or if, I mean, yeah, you want your makeup right and all that stuff, but it's okay if it isn't. Right. You know, yes, I'll jump on and do an interview or a video and maybe I don't even have makeup on, but guess what? I am perfect just the way I am. So- that took a very long time for me to get comfortable in my skin. And, and a big part of it was starting with the affirmations. Um, and, and, and around, a matter of fact, I do this thing and I'm actually in the process of doing another one right now, but it's called the 30 day loving me challenge. Mm-hmm. And okay. so every day there's like five particular things that I do um, that are in line with where I want to go. So it's, it's a mind, body, spirit, and business cleanse. I love that. Basically like around the the body um, area, I eat clean. Like, so right now I'm just doing like smoothies, raw foods, things like that to be able to get my body back into uh, a very clean state and and remove anything that's not helping me. (laughs) Um, 
because I had gone on this like a couple months gone this really bad binge of just eating crappy food. <laughs> and let me tell you, and it don't help that we live um in Louisiana. <laughs> not at all. Good lord, not at all. But I thought that when my body is feeling good, I'm at a healthy weight, and I'm eating clean. That helps in every aspect of my life. And so, for me to truly love me to the fullest, I have to take care of this house that I was given. To, to walk this earth on. Right. So the, the mind piece of it, um, my, for my mind cleanse every day, I go walking because that's my connection time with God. That's my time to like clear out the, the cobwebs, to get like centered and focused and quiet and be able to listen to the guidance and direction that's coming my way. So, so every day I get out and I walk um, around my business. I'm actually in the process of working on a new program, um, which is a retreat where we just give adults, entrepreneurs, people who are out there who are constantly having to live in this serious world. We give them permission to play because we have to be able to reconnect with that child that's in us because that's yes. what imagination is. Absolutely. That's where life is is there. So to be able to empower people and to help them let go and reconnect with their true power. So every day I work on that program in some way, shape or form, because that's been a a long term dream of mine to do this, but I was too scared to move forward. And I was like, who, who's going to come to something like that? Like who's going to, you know, me, I would. So, so I'm finally, I said, a part of loving me is to unleash these things, these visions that God has given me. So it's time for me to spend time working on it. I work on everybody else's stuff. It's time yeah. to work on that. <laughs> <laughs> that is fabulous. Wow. And then the other part is um uh, cleaning. Like, cause I have some areas in my house that still need <laughs> some, mm-hmm. like some boxes that still need to be unpacked, some things <laughs> that need to be cleaned. So like, I just, I set aside at least 15 minutes every day to just work on that because like your space will also be an indication of what's going on inside that head. That is so true. Oh my goodness. You know, I think I'm going to have to adopt this 30 day cleanse with you because, you know, we all need that. And I'm so happy you're talking about this right now on the show, because I know a lot of people can, can relate to, to everything you're saying. So you said it's a 30 day cleanse of your mind, body, and your business, right? Mind, body, spirit, and business. And business. Yes. That's powerful, Havila. I love it. If you don't mind, I want to read something real quick from your book, you know, because when you were talking about that, I thought you probably remember this area when you talked about five steps to win. And I love the acronym, you know, about, um, you know, think and be aware, then open and honest, and why wait? Inches make miles, now celebrate now. But right below that, You said, go back in your mind and imagine yourself as a child. Remember when you were in your zone, the play zone, when the world was yours and you could dream yourself into being whatever you wanted to be. Go there, create the vision. That just jumped out at me. I was like, oh my God. And it's so true. We have to go back, you know, to when we were young and when we were kids and when we just, you know, we thought we could do everything, you know, and, and and we can. Yes, we had no inhibitions. Like there was nothing that was too big, that was too complicated, that was too overwhelming. We were curious and we tried things. Like I love, like, because I have like 10 nieces and nephews and Mm -hmm. the youngest of which, which are twins and they're five now. But I mean, they, they will get up on a counter and just like jump off of it. I mean, it'll just do just all kind of things that we're like, no, we, we have to be, you know, serious and we have to right, right. <laughs> weigh our options and we have to, it's like when you can just really let go and 
just listen to that internal voice. We have a guide. We have everything that we need already within us. And we are most close to that state as a child. And then somewhere along the lines, as we start to grow up, we start to lose pieces of that because Mm -hmm. we start to have to conform to societal rules. And, you know, people say this is right and this is wrong, or you should go here, you should go there. And so you start to suppress a lot of that childlike innocence and that childlike curiosity that lives in you. But you can tap back into it. You can go to that place anytime that you choose to by using your imagination, by just closing your eyes and going back to a time and a place where you were most free to just be you right your most creative state yes you and then i'm telling you the stuff that will come out of you especially like for me i love it i it's so funny (laughs) when i used to go walking you know, you have your headphones on, you listen to your favorite little tunes and stuff like that. Right. And I say you were even singing a song or kind of bopping along with it while you're walking. Now, mm-hmm. a car would pass by or somebody would walk past or I would come into the awareness of that person would come, you know, come to me. And then I would stop. Like, I would just like straighten up and, you know, stop singing, mm-hmm. pop, you know, bopping or whatever. <laughs> right. And it was like, why am I shutting down this part of me because I'm worried about what somebody else thinks? And we do that, don't we? Oh, my goodness. And it was like, that was like one of my most freeing moments when I was able to, and it took time and, and lots of practice, but when I was <laughs> able to just, I don't care if somebody was walking right next to me, if a car passed, but I was still singing and I was still by love it, dancing, <laughs> walking down the road. And it was like, and quite frankly, it helped unleash something in them because they would start smiling or they would like, you know, bop a little bit too. And it was like, we all have the ability by just being ourselves to liberate other people to be themselves too. That enthusiasm, it it catches, you know, people, it's it's infectious. Yes. Girl, you are dropping some success bombs today. I love it. Well, listen, Havila, because I know you are a success stalker yourself. Do you have any, can you tell us about any new projects that you're working on right now that you're excited about? Well, the two of them in particular, one, the the new children's book that's coming out in a couple of weeks. Um, So this is a project that we have done in collaboration with the Napoleon Hill Foundation. Um, The larger collaborative book is called Putting the Principles into Practice, and it's about giving every child a legacy for life. And so it goes in and breaks down those principles of success and makes them where, you know, parents and children can learn about those together. And then the 17 short stories that we created called um, The Amazing Adventures of Oliver, Olivia, and Big Zeke. Um, really actually brings you through with every story. It brings you through each of Napoleon Hill's 17 principles in a way that is just engaging and it's a captivating journey and it's, they're short, they're fun and, um, and really impactful. And so I'm super excited about that. I mean, first of all, cause it was a dream come true to literally be able to write a book around Napoleon. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, you are, I'm telling you, that's why you're like, you're a rock star. I'm telling you, you are like my Shiro girl. I'm tell- <laughs> I mean, who does that? Like- <laughs> I was just like, oh my God, like, are you serious? Like what? <laughs> <laughs> you are truly proof of what is possible. Mm, and that's all I want for my life to stand for is just be able to show people that no matter what it is that you want, it's not too big. It's not too complicated. If you want it and you're willing to 
put in the work and focus on it, you can have it no matter what it is. So, and that's what I want for my legacy to be is to be able to have been proof of what was possible by me just living me and doing, doing what I want to do with my life. Right. Right. And that's, I resonate with that because that's what I'm doing. And it's like, I I really, really believe that God connects, you know, people. And I thank God that he connected me to you because you are just like so inspiring. You have no idea how much you inspire me. Thank you so much. I I truly, truly mean that. that. That's the kind of stuff that makes like when the hard times come, when the uncertainty comes, that's what makes me keep going is to just to know that, hey, it affects somebody in a positive way. So thank you Mm -hmm. for sharing that. Oh, you are so welcome, girl. You are so welcome. Well, we're going to wrap up. What's the one thing that you would say? um, I know you said before that held you back before. What's, let's say, what's the main thing that held you back before becoming an entrepreneur? Was it, you know, just fear or was it any other thing else that held you back? The biggest thing that held me back was my concern for what other people thought. Mm-hmm. Like that was so crippling for me because every my everybody has a primary question that they ask themselves on a consistent basis, whether you're consciously aware of it or not, there's a question that you're constantly saying to yourself. And mine used to be, what do people think? Mm -hmm. And I would wake up with that on my mind. I would go to sleep with that on my mind. And I was always bending and trying to adjust myself to be able to fit other people's concept of what I should be. And that was such a crippling effect on my life. And when I was able to finally break free from that need or concern to please other people and just said, you know what? I am worthy because I exist. I am good enough just the way that I am. And everything that I need is already being provided for me. It shifted my life, Mm -hmm. shifted my life. And so if we could just let go of the need to be approved by other people and realize that, hey, what what's going to really help us to move to the next level is stepping outside of the comfort zone. Because whatever you know and it's easy for you is not helping you to grow. Right. And it's not challenging enough. Right. No. That's true. That's so true. Right. Well, tell us one personal habit that you have daily, Havila, something that you do that, that helps you to be successful. You've named so many things, but is there one in particular? My daily practice um, is getting out and walking. That for me is one of the most powerful things that I can do. Not only because it helps to move the um, the blood through your body, your cells are moving, they're getting you know reoxygenated, and in that time, because I am a nature girl, I think I was born of the. <laughs> Like, I I swear, (laughs) because when I go and I walk like on the lake is when I feel most grounded and and most in touch with like the divine. And for me, I get to hear like that's when all of the the creative ideas that I come up with more than likely came up when I was walking somewhere. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I can see that. It absolutely is for me the most re rejuvenating thing that I can do because I could be sitting behind a computer working on something working on something like grinding 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 and then I get like stuck and I will get into this place of just literally being stuck right I get up and I go outside in nature and I walk 
then something frees something like happens it like it unjolts or like moves me into an, another dimension where then the free flow of ideas and creativity comes back so that for me that's my a part of my self-care is tremendously uh or has a tremendous effect on my success like without that piece um i would be mm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say, hopefully, and I'll tell you, I hate it when it rains. I mean, I appreciate rain because I right, right. nurtures the ground and gives us what we need, but I hate it when it rains. <laughs> like, no, going there, I need to go get my walk in. <laughs> I can imagine. So, you know, from what I'm hearing from you, it's like whatever it is, and you just have to find ways to stay in, in the creative stage of life. Yes, having that's that, what it comes down to from yeah, what I'm hearing from you. Your mind is your most powerful tool. Whatever can help feed that mind is what's going to help make you successful. It's not. Yes, it is about the activities that you do. So if you're a salesperson, then, yeah, you need to be making, you know, X amount of calls a day. You need to be, you know, closing X amount of deals. But What's going to help you to do that and, and freely do it where it comes with ease and it's not a burden is by you feeding your mind. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Powerful. Powerful. Thank you so much. Well, what's your favorite, say, business tool or app that you currently use uh, right now to help you in your business? You got a favorite tool or favorite app? My favorite, well, my favorite business tool that I use because we do a um, a show, uh, Rethink Uncut, which you um, check that on on my YouTube channel. At yes, Apple. I love the show. <laughs> uh, I, we use Zoom actually for that particular show for for shooting that show, and I absolutely love that program. It's amazing. Okay, awesome. <laughs> so, and, and a lot of the videos that I do for because I do on like motivation and stuff like that, or put, do motivational videos. You know, it's, it's all about like have it all because you truly can have it all within your life, and I use that particular program to do it. So, uh, and I and I used in the past many other programs and Mm -hmm. that one by far um has been one of the coolest (laughs) yeah and they're so they're so professional i love it they're fun and they they look really professional i I love what you're doing absolutely that and then oh oh, and let me tell you this is an amazing app like you guys have got to get this app (laughs) it's called piz okay i'm gonna spell it (laughs) because So it's a P Z I Z Z. So it's a mm-hmm. it's an app that helps you to sleep, and it's an app that you can take. Like say, if you want to take a power nap, like a like a twenty minute power nap, and it incorporates NLP and incorporates like positive suggestions as it helps you to like take that nap or take that um or or go to sleep at night. And if you want to go to sleep. But it is so powerful because I wake up like refreshed. I wake really? up with like positive mindset because literally the, the gentleman who um is kind of like talking you through the process in that app, he is an NLP master. Mm, <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'm going to download that. <laughs> it's amazing. I'm telling you that there would be nights where we were like working on the book where we would literally be working all day, yeah. all through the night. And I was just like, okay, I need to get some kind of rest. So I would just do like the 20 minute power nap mm-hmm. and we would come back to the writing session. I would be so refreshed and just like we had started my second win. And I'm telling you, it was because of that app. That is amazing. 
I'm downloading that today. And you know what? <laughs> I really am. And it's so good you brought that up because, you know, us as entrepreneurs, you know, we get the, we'll stay up all night, you know, working yes. on a project. And, you know, we just feel like we cannot go to sleep until we get this last thing done. And, you know, but we have to remember we have to care for our bodies, you know, and we have to get rest. You know, so we do have, even if it's in increments, you know, getting a power nap in. So that's great. Um, Thank you. That's a great app. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> well, who's who's let's say what's the best business advice you've ever received, Havilland? Who gave it to you? The best business advice. Hmm. Don't be afraid to take risks. That's a good one. And I've actually received that from several <laughs> several people. <laughs> um, and matter of fact, the the one who was like, sticking out in my mind that I remembered from was actually the lady from off a of Shark Tank. Um, okay. Okay. God, I can't. Um, which one? Let's see. Her name: blonde hair. Um, Barbara. Barbara. Uh, not the short blonde, oh. the long blonde. Oh, hair. okay. Oh, that's right. What is her name? Oh, I know. Her name. <laughs> it's I know. On the tip of my tongue. Me. Um, that's okay. I'll come back. I'll tell you later. <laughs> I'll, I'll look it up while you're talking. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, don't be afraid to take risk because, again, the thing that holds people back if mostly is that fear of failure. Mm -hmm. And so we won't step outside of that comfort zone. We won't try things that are new. The world is waiting for you to bring your unique signature to it. They're waiting for you to do it the way, like we have Oprah and we love Oprah. Like I'm like the biggest Oprah fan. Like she's a big part of like my like mentoring um, staff. Like (laughs) like she she is, but I don't need to be Oprah because people need Havila. People need Iona. People need you just the way that you are. So don't be afraid to be you and take that risk of stepping out in your unique way. Like that is the most, one of the most powerful things that you can do because what you bring to the table is different from what anybody else can bring to the table. That's so, so true. Wow. So powerful. Mm-hmm. And then just knowing that because I know this is probably like taboo. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> people talk about, you know, because in business there's competition. And, you know, I, I honestly, I don't believe in competition. Like, I don't. Because what's for me is for me, what's That's for you. Right. And at the end of the day, you can't do it the way I can do it. I can't do it the way you can do it. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing that I can take from you and there's nothing you can take from me. So we, I don't live in a, in a mentality or a mindset of, of around competition. That makes sense, Havala. That makes so much sense. And so it's kind of like, if we could just get the, if the rest of the world could just get, <laughs> get that, right? <laughs> That's so true. plenty though. enough. Like we, we, if you, if you have a, a, a mindset of scarcity, then guess what? Everything is going to be scarce. It's, it's going to be hard to find. And, you know, there's only going to be so much. So you're going to try to hold on to it with right. your life. But it's like, if you live in a mindset of abundance, there's plenty. And where there's lack, more will be created. That's that's so true. I don't know if you saw my my post this morning that I uh, put on Facebook. Everything you're saying is, is right on the money. Because, you know, I shared one of Grant Cardone's, uh, you, you know who Grant Cardone is. Mm-hmm. Girl, I love him. He's amazing. <laughs> but uh, he said, let's see, I put one of his quotes up. I said, and it says, there is no sort, no shortage of money in this world. Just start hustling. Huh, I know that's right. <laughs> Just hustle. Yeah. There's enough for all of us. 
Amen to that. There and think about it. Money was created. Like somebody just made that up. <laughs> it was an idea. <laughs> Thank you. Everything that you look at around you, somebody just made it up. Time. Because I, I just so funny. I, I had this conversation with my good friend the other day, and I said, um, this whole concept. I said, I don't know why, but late late at night sometimes, like is when these craziest ideas come to my head too. <laughs> and I was just like thinking about like daylight savings time because you know recently the time changed and everything. Right. And I was like, time isn't even real. Like. <laughs> It's not, and it doesn't matter to God anyway. <laughs> right. Like, we just all agreed that, hey, during this time of the year, we're going to fall back. During this time of the year, we're going to spring forward. And, you know, here's this concept that we've created around time. I was right. like, but time is not even real. It's just what we agreed upon. So anything. And that was that, just an idea. Yes. That was, that was an idea. <laughs> yes. It's like you can create anything you want like if people could just realize how powerful they are like you are powerful and anything that comes into that head of yours you can create it <laughs> like literally literally i mean girl it's like sometimes i lay down at night and i'm like okay god just help me to shut my brain off for for a little while so i can go to sleep because that my mind is just always going i'm always thinking about i have so many ideas you know and yeah, it's the life of an entrepreneur. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then it's just like, you know what? Because deciding upon, okay, so what is it that I'm most passionate about? What do I feel like is going to make the, the biggest impact? Because not that I can't do all of this, because more than likely I can, but I just need to go ahead and start on one of on them. On one. Let me just focus on one of these things. Let me bring it to life. And then after I bring that to life, then I will have the, the resources and probably even higher capabilities to bring the rest of the stuff to life. So let me just start somewhere because a lot of times too, as entrepreneurs, we'll have so many ideas mm -hmm. that we won't do anything. We, we won't do them. any of them. And I'm glad you said that because that was me, you know, before. And, you know, sometimes I still struggle with that because it's like, I have so many ideas, but I have to remember that, you know, you have to use that one to be your launching pad. You know, and then let it catapult you to the, you know, launch it to the next, to the next, to the next. So I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, what two <laughs> books can you recommend, Havila, to our listeners? Two books? Ooh. <laughs> I know you have a lot of books. Girl. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Definitely mine. I mean. <laughs> For sure. Like, yeah, really, y'all, you should get this book. <laughs> Definitely. But one of my favorite books, I and I, I give this away to people, like, all the time, um, is... The Dream Giver by Bruce Wilkinson. Oh, yes, that's incredible. That book was a game changer for me because so often we're going through life, you know, because there's not necessarily, I mean, there's, there's blueprints, you know, so to speak, but because everybody's journey is different, mm -hmm. there is no blueprint necessarily for your life in particular. Right. So a lot of it you're learning, you're figuring it out, and you're trying to you know find the best path to get to whatever your end goal is. And the Dream Giver, literally, it's it's done in like a parable form, which I love that kind of storytelling. <laughs> and I guess it reminds me of the Bible, maybe like <laughs> just um. But it basically brings you on a journey of um, this nobody 
who had a dream and he lived in a land of nobodies Mm -hmm. and felt like he truly was somebody like there was something that a calling from within him that wanted to bring his dream to life but he kind of had everybody around him the naysayers the people who said don't do it you know the people who just constantly like you know put it put put his dream down and he had to leave out of his comfort zone and go on to this trek through the desert, through life, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to try to fit, find his way. And right. each step and everybody who he runs into along his journey, as you read this story, you see yourself in the story and you see exactly where you are in your particular journey and your business and your love life and in life in general. And you're able to identify like, oh my goodness, this is me right now. And as you continue to read the story, like, okay, this is what's coming next. Like, mm-hmm. this is the next step. Oh, of the yeah. Time. And you can identify all those naysayers, all those different ones and yes. pinpoint all the people that's, that he talks about in the book. It's <laughs> in so your life. powerful and empowering. I love his storytelling ability and the way that this story just, like, lends itself in. It, it will truly help you, especially if you're in a place right now where you're feeling stuck. Mm-hmm. Where you're feeling like, you know what, maybe I can't do this. Maybe it, I just need to go ahead and give up and, you know, just do what I'm used to doing. This book will help you to to reimagine your life and know that you can make it through. And then some things and steps that you need to take to be able to to move forward. So I love that. <laughs> <laughs> It is. I'm glad you said that one. And I'm going to make sure we put that on the show notes page too. Because yeah, everyone should read that book. It is it's powerful. Yes, powerful. I'll tell you a business book um, that's really great is um, The One Thing by, uh, oh, what's the author of that book? He, the Keller, the, the one who created Keller Realty. Oh, really? Okay. I haven't read that one. I have to get it. Yes. Oh, that is so good. Okay. So one thing. So this one focuses on, again, back to that conversation we had about being an entrepreneur and the 50 million things that you want to you know, accomplish and do, but focusing on the one thing that will, that you need to focus your attention and energy on because when you can become specialized when you can focus on one thing then you are able to accomplish so much more and it even breaks down like the whole like the Plato's principle around the 80-20 rule and how 20% of your results or 80% of your results come from 20% of your activities right right Mm -hmm. figure out what that 20% needs to be so that you're not just spinning your wheels true it's 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 a beautiful um like it's it's a really simple read but it goes pretty deep and it's it's really powerful like I really enjoyed that book a lot good stuff because that keeps you from being just busy but you'll be productive Yes. And you, and matter of fact, even Tony used to always say, what's the one thing that if I do it right now will eliminate the need for all the rest of the things that I have on my list to do? Ooh, wow. That's good. That's something to think about. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. Well, you know, having a hearing your journey today, girl, it has just truly been inspiring. And let's end with this. Give our listeners one parting piece of guidance and advice and then share the best way they can find you. And then we'll say goodbye. Yeah. So parting piece of guidance. Um, don't have any regrets. Like live your life to the absolute fullest. Like surround yourself with people who are going to support your vision, support your dream. And then every day take some type of action 
to be able to bring it to reality. Because, matter of fact, this is a a book that I love as well. It's called The The Top Five Regrets of the Dying. Hmm. Um, This author, Brownie Ware, she used to work with people who were in like terminal patients in the last 13 weeks of their life. And she found this common theme and she kept having conversations with these people. And the number one regret of people who were dying was that they wished they had lived a life that was true to themselves and not the life that everybody else wanted them to live. And so powerful living your life with no regrets, emptying your tank where you've done, you had all the experiences that you wanted to, you pursued all the, the business ideas that you had, you went after that person who you were desperately in love with and you gave it a shot, you know, putting it all out there because at the end of the day, this life is short and mm-hmm. it's so you just got to go out there and do it. Girl, that is so good. That is powerful. That's I'm adding all this to my li- my list of reading. <laughs> this is wonderful. Wonderful. Well, how can our listeners find you, Havla? Yeah, um, you can find me. if You can email me directly if you have questions or are interested in having me come out to speak at events at ask, A-S-K, at HavilahMalone.com. That's H-A-V-I-L-A-H-M-A-L-O-N-E. Um, you can also go to my website at um, www.HavilahMalone.com. And, of course, I'm on all social media from LinkedIn to Facebook to Twitter to Instagram at Malone. So I'm pretty, uh, pretty easy to find. <laughs> awesome. Yes, you are. I tell you, this has just truly been a joy having you on the show today. And I know our listeners have gotten some amazing, amazing takeaways and nuggets from you, Havala. And, uh, and they can also find all the links to everything that you just mentioned and that we've been talking about too at successstalkersradio.com slash Havala Malone. So it'll all be there on the show notes page as well. Right. So we appreciate you have a love for being so generous and transparent, you know, with your journey today. So we say thank you. Oh, amen to that. You are so welcome. I tell you, our stories are not just for us. Our stories are to be able to help other people. So I find that the even the stories for me that are most helpful on people are their most raw and real and authentic. It's like you can keep all the flowery stuff, you can keep all like the the mm-hmm. hide the 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 hard part of the journey cuz matter of fact the hardest part of your journey is where you learn the most. So when you can share that with people in in a real and authentic way, that's when you really be able to help people and that's what my intention of my life is is to truly be able to well, first of all, have fun, <laughs> but also be yes. able to help and inspire other people. So, Wow. I just tell you, you are such a blessing, girl. Such a blessing. And just for all those who have tuned in today, thank you guys so much for listening. And, you know, because we are, we're inspiring radio for aspiring entrepreneurs. I am your host, Iona Garrett. And until our next episode, remember to keep stalking success. Well, that'll do it for another episode of Success Stalkers Radio. If you'd like to hear more from these inspiring entrepreneurs and entertainers, be sure to subscribe to the Success Stalkers Radio podcast on iTunes. And if you found value in this episode, give us a review, hopefully five stars. You may also visit us at successstalkers.com. Leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you.